Hello, hello, lovely listeners. All of you ghouls and goblins. And everything in between. Welcome to Across the Veil with Zelda and Emma. Hi, everyone. So this is a little special bonus episode for October Spooky Month. Happy Halloween, lovely listeners. So this is the first of our movie talkbacks this month. And this one, we're going to be discussing The Witch by Robert Eggers. And this was originally recorded live on Bullhorn. If you want to listen to that version, we made some cocktails. We also were on video. So if you want to see our faces, (laughs) you have that option. And if you enjoy this recording, Make sure you check out our social media pages. We'll be talking about other movies that we're watching, and we'd love to have you come on and discuss with us. On the 16th, we are going to be talking about The Corpse Bride. Yes, get ready, get spooky. Mm -hmm. And while this movie was, it's rated R. It's a little, it's a little out there, one might say. It's a little little rated R. (laughs) A little rated R right there. Uh, The next one will be family friendly. So if you want to watch the movie beforehand and then join in, we'll be taking questions and calls when it's live. But for now, welcome to The Witch. The V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-V-
very scary looking woods, um, still in Massachusetts. And the mother, the mother has a baby and they're also, um, two young twins who we thought were like five or six, five or six, five Mercy or six. and Jonas. Then the middle, the oldest son is Caleb. And then the eldest like daughter. He's like 10. Yeah. And the oldest daughter, Thomason, is like 13, 13 14, 14, something like that. Um, and so the mother has the baby on the farm and they're all kind of like living okay, but there's not a lot of food. Their crops aren't growing very well. And then one day, Thomason is chilling, playing with the baby, um, whose name is Sam. And she's like, peekaboo, peekaboo. And then she peekaboos and the baby's fucking gone. It's gone. It's just gone. So everybody freaks out because like, where's the baby? Turns out the baby has been taken by a witch in the forest. As um, babies as, often do. As they are often want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that throws the whole family into quite the tizzy. Uh, I'd say, i say they have a tizzy. <laughs> I'd say it's tizzying for them. Um, and <laughs> the mom is like, you killed the baby to Thompson. Thompson's like, it was a wolf. But then she's like, I didn't see a wolf. Um, and it kind of leads to, they're like, also like, we're going to starve. And they decide that they're going to pretty much sell Thompson away. Um, and the mom hates her. For it as well. A lot of family drama in there. A few mommy issues. Yeah. A few daddy issues. Mm-hmm. The little boy, Caleb, then goes into the forest with Thomason trying to help her find a way to, like, not get fucking sold off by her parents. Yeah. When they also run into a little bit of a snafu with Oopsie. a witch again. And so he gets seduced by a witch. And then they're like, Thomason! You done it again. You killed another kid. And she's like, I super didn't. They're That's like, our second sibling you've second killed, Thomason. Boy, you done fucked up. Where he at? He comes back, though, but he's major fucked up. Yeah, he's totally naked, wandering through the woods. Uh, and then he's pretty much possessed um, because he had. Uh, he kissed a witch. We see him kiss a witch. He had relations. With a witch. And then he is pretty much possessed and is like, like, my father, my God, Jesus, help me. Vomits up an apple. And they're like, oh my God, he's really possessed. And then they're like, pray for him, pray for him. And then the two little fucking evil children. Evil little shit children. Evil little shits are like. Like, it was Thomason. She did it. She's, she's a witch. We can't pray because of Thomason. The mom's like, she's a witch. Thomason's a witch. And Thomason's like, I've literally done nothing. I've done absolutely nothing. And then Caleb dies. Um, sad. R.I.P. and Peace King. Um, uh, and so the mom's like, ah, you went to hell. Just like the baby. And then things get way worse. The two twins also talk about how the... The twins start acting possessed. Mm-hmm. Because they're trying to convince their parents Thomason's a witch. Uh-huh, but they've also been communing with a special fellow named Black Philip. Who's the family goat, but also Satan. Also Satan. Secret Satan. He's been whispering to them. He's been whispering to them. Oh, he's just whispering songs, so they sing little annoying songs. Yeah, and then to get, they sing <laughs> really annoying songs. Really annoying the song. Really annoying songs. I be the witch of the wood. And so then... Following that, things get way, way, way worse. And the dad now kind of believes that Thomason is a witch. He locks the twins and Thomason up in a barn with the Black Philip, Philip, the evil massive goat. Um, And they're like, are you a witch? And Thomason's like, no. And she's like, are you guys witches? And the children are like, no. Um, Then whilst in the barn at night, uh, a witch comes to them and is drinking uh, like Drinking goat milk, but the goat milk is blood. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And they're all like, ah! And then the mom uh, thinks, has a vision of her two dead kids and tries to breastfeed her baby. Turns out it's actually a crow eating her tit. Hate when that happens. Happens all the time to me. Um, All the time. Yeah. Yeah. You just get used to the pecking. A fun fact about it, though. Just to start our little fun facts, because... We got fun facts for y'all. They, it actually, they did that shot in one take. Because they had a really well-trained crow. And she was wearing, like, a fake boob. Fake tit. And it was just a really, really talented crow. And just pecked at her. And they were like, we got the shot. We're done. That's incredible. Yeah, it's actually really impressive. Like, apparently all the goats and stuff to work with were absolute Absolute hell. nightmares. Absolute Black Phillip, absolute nightmare. Absolute nightmare. But the crow. The crow did his work. Mm-hmm. So, mom's gone crazy. 
the dad's gone crazy. Thompson wakes up in the barn. Both of both Mercy and Jonas, the evil fucking twins who I hate more than anything, they're gone. They're out. Thank of this God. Bitch. Good riddance. Thank God. And Thompson goes out. Dad's like, "You killed him." She's like, "What?" And then he gets gored by Black Philip. Then falls and dies because all of the wood he has yet to chop crushes him to death. It's it's very funny because mm-hmm. Thomason has like shaded him. She's like, the only thing you're good for is chopping wood. You can't even make the crops grow. And then he gets crushed to death by all the wood he hasn't chopped yet. It's an excellent moment. Yeah, it's a good for her moment. Um, and then he so he's dead. And then the mom is like, Thomason, you killed our whole family. You killed the whole family. Time for you to die. Attacks her to strangle her to death. Ah ah, Thompson, Thompson has a spade. And stabs the mom. Sorry, mom. Sorry, mom. Mom's dead. She's gone. She out this bitch. Then Thompson goes into the barn and she's like, Hey, yo, Black Phillip, are you actually Satan though? And he's like, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dost thou like the taste of butter? Wouldst thou like a pretty dress? Wouldst thou like to live deliciously? And she's like, Fuck yeah. <laughs> and so she disrobes. She's, Gotta get naked. Gotta get naked. She signs his black book, goes into the woods, finds a whole whole coven of witches dancing around a fire who then start to float. And she starts to float too. And it's all happy days because now she's a witch and indebted to the devil. Yeah. So cheers to that bitch. Cheers to that. That was our funny little summary mm-hmm. of the V-V-Vitch. You know why they call it the V-V-Vitch? To I, I think I do, but why don't you tell the folks? Hi, folks. I'm going to tell you why we call it the V-V-Bitch. It's because back in ye olde Englandy times, W's weren't really a thing. They were not a thing. They were not a thing. So they just used two V's, which is pretty much what a W is. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Although it's called a W, not a double V. I mean, double V is kind of like... I mean, I guess it's the same as a W. Like, I don't see... But there's a point. There's... No, you, no, no. You I, don't I, see the point? No, I don't see the point in, like, changing it to a W instead of just calling it a double V. That's just me. That's just me. Oh, God. I'm glad we're not linguists. No, we're not. But that actually plays into a lot of one thing I want to discuss, which is the historical accuracy of the film, which, which is, is crazy. Insane. So Robert Eggers is the director, and he went hard when it came to historical accuracy. And so he did a ton of research because he actually grew up in Massachusetts. So like the Salem witch trials were always a thing that was part of his culture in a sense like you just what you grow up learning you learn about you know the place you live yeah exactly and so he always had this on his mind so he did a ton of research on the Salem witch trials but also exactly how they spoke back then they're speaking Jacobean English Mm -hmm. because Shakespeare was a huge influence at the time so even people who didn't know how to read that much which actually literacy had gone significantly up because people wanted to be able to read the bible once it had been officially translated into english um and so uh, people were very familiar with jacobean and shakespearean english and did speak like that and so he talked about how he would read farmers um wills which they had essentially because some of them couldn't like write but they dictated and it still kind of sounded very like beautiful in that sort of language mm-hmm. with the bees and the dyes. Dyes and thine thou thy devil's yoke. Yeah. <laughs> this is an impossible movie to watch without subtitles, however. It's very difficult. We do not recommend it. Mm-hmm. Our candle be popping. Our candle be popping. They put some stuff in the candle. It's one Emma got me for my birthday, actually, from Damn. Mother Shipton's Apothecary, which is yeah. an Etsy shop. Uh, we'll post the link somewhere. But they've got little flower petals in there, and those are poppin'. They be poppin'. But so he did a ton of research into the way they talked, and so he read these journals and things like that, and actually used a lot of it from, uh, like, used a lot of the dialogue from these actual journals from, like, the Salem Witch Trials and just other primary sources. And then when it came to the set design, they, like, very specifically called in, like, a Thatcher to make them, yeah, like an actual... Like Margaret? <laughs> yeah, like Margaret. Yeah, they called her Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Like Margaret? Like Margaret? The Thatcher? The Thatcher? No, but they call in um, a contractor who specialized in thatching to create as historically accurate set pieces for the, um, the farm as possible. So it was like, it was how it would have been in that time period. 
Except they were in Canada, because it's cheaper to they film were. there. It is much cheaper to film in Canada. Much cheaper to film in Canada. That's where a lot of movies get filmed. The only part of the movie that was actually filmed in Massachusetts was the opening scene where the dad is on trial in the church. And they're just in a church that whole time. You which, didn't even know. Which is actually a, um, I believe it was a modified stable. That's very, I think that's a good, I haven't read the Bible, but that sounds bi- like because Jesus was born in a stable, the church is a modified stable. <laughs> I'm going to have to tell you, I think it was just because it was cheap. <laughs> but, listen, listen, you take it and you milk it. No, You're like, like, hey, it's biblical, baby. I love the dedication. So yeah, from their clothing to the way they spoke to what, even the um, instruments they were using to like chop wood, all historically accurate, even the type of... Um, the type of horse that they used was specific to the time period. The only things that weren't were the dog was slightly different and the goats were slightly different because, you know, they had to have trained animals and you can't be too picky when it comes to goats. Yeah. Because goats. There's not like a goat IMDb. Like, you get the goat you're given. You really do. You really do. Um, But yeah, so all of it, it was super important to him. To the degree where he... I've, I've read in interviews with him that he got kind of mad at himself that he didn't CG out. Um, Anna Taylor-Joy, who's the lead actress who plays Thomason, also a queen. 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 Iconic. This is like her breakout role. So mm-hmm. if you want to see her as a baby baby, mm-hmm. she's like teeny, teeny, tiny in this one. It's cute. But so he got mad at himself that he didn't CG out her earring holes because he wanted to be that historically accurate. Um, and he also filmed on, what were, do you remember the exact aspect ratios he used? He um, used vintage cameras mm-hmm. in order to film. So, cause you were saying that it looks flatter on the screen. Well, actually different well, dimensions. Yeah. The dimensions are sort of off as well as the, um, uh, just like the way things look. So it gives sometimes more of a slightly fisheye effect and it makes the, um, the depth of perception looked different, so the woods looked more horrifying, horrifying and tall. And and tall and, yeah, and it also created sorts of blurring in the background, which gave an even spookier vibe. Um, very cool stuff. He did it even more in his next movie, which was The Lighthouse. If you've seen The Lighthouse, you, he's got it. He's got a vibe. He's got to a him. vibe. It's a whole him. vibe. Whole whole vibe. But I concur. So yeah, that's some cute little behind-the-scenes facts a about bit of background in the film. Shall we re-up? I'll re-up our drinks. Yes. Yes. And also, this is an interactive platform. If you're typing in the chat, if you have any questions, do so at any time, and we will respond to you. We will indeed. They are updating for us. I don't think you might be a little behind, mm-hmm. but we will get to you. So please ask us questions. Interact in the chat because now we're gonna. Start talking shit about children. Yes, we are. Because we have things to say. I hate those twins. Oh my I God. hate them on a deep, deep, deep level. Deep level. Ooh. She almost spilled, but she saved it. I said ye and I said ha. My very expensive microphone is right here. Yep. Because um, this conversation will be put onto our normal streaming platforms like Spotify, Apple Music. Um, probably this week. Yeah, as soon as we get around to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It'll be very simple. It'll happen, yeah. yeah. We're not gonna cut anything out, so. Wow. It's good to go, baby. Enjoy the chaos. <laughs> chaos Amar. Chaos reigns. But let's talk about, should we talk about the things that we like the most, or should we talk about the things that we hate the most? I think we're very passionate about the children, and we need to get it out of the way. Yeah, so Jonas and Mercy, let's talk twins, shall we? They're so They are the fucking worst. I hate them. If they didn't exist, this movie wouldn't happen. Why? I actually disagree. I think it would be the same movie without the twins. Like, I mean... I think they made things exponentially worse by saying she was a witch and then lying about it. Yeah, so, okay. So, one of the big issues with the twins is that... So, there's a scene where Thomason... And actually, I have some comments about this scene in general, Mm -hmm. which because I think it's very interesting. So, Thomason and Caleb are by the creek... Um, and Caleb's kind of like, mm, having a hard time because of, I think it was... They lied to their mom about yeah, selling they, her favorite cup to get bear traps to get yeah. food for the winter. The dad and Caleb lied about that, and he's feeling real guilty about it. Because, because also, lying's a sin. Lying's a sin. It's 
a sin. It's a sin. Um, and so Thomason is like, and also they're all talking Yorkshire accents. She's like, what are you talking about, Caleb? Yeah. <laughs> What's troubling you, brother? Look into thine heart and look tell me. Look into thine heart and tell me what you're thinking about. And he's like, I don't fucking know. I'm going to look at your titties because that's like a thing. Where... Oh, he, yeah, he does keep looking at Anya Taylor-Joy's non-existent titties because she's 13, lustfully. Yeah. It's, I think, out of some of the horror, that's the weirdest is him yeah. just heavy Every, breathing. Heavy breathing. Every <laughs> so often. He's just like, he's just like. And there's nothing there. <laughs> there's nothing. And it's his sister. And she's also, like, fully clothed. Fully clothed. Like, it's a little bit of collarbone. Yeah, he's like, ooh, those, <gasps> those collarbones? Oh, dang. It's very unfortunate to watch. <laughs> <laughs> but to get to the children. Um, so they're hanging out by the, the creek, creek, getting water. He's sad. She's like, what's up? And then fucking Mercy and Jonas come out of the They're playing. The they're playing around. And... They just start going, like, I be the witch of the woods. You're the witch of the woods. You cast spells upon us. You're a sinner. To Thomason. And they're being really annoying because they just whine and scream and they don't do anything. At one point, they're even put onto goddamn leashes. They're so <laughs> they annoying. They do get ye old leashed <laughs> to, like, a fence. Like, they're literally <laughs> trying to run away. And they... Ah! <laughs> screaming. I hate them. Very so they're just being cunty to <laughs> Thomason. Thomason and rude, and they, uh, <laughs> they're they just awful. And so then Thomason finally is like, I'm going to fight back against you. And so then that's when she's like, I'll be the witch of the woods. At night, my spirit comes from my body, and I fly around at night within the woods. I took Sam, and I killed him, and I ate his entrails. And if you tell mother and father... I'm going to get you two and you'll disappear. Like sibling stuff. Classic. Like, just classic sibling but stuff. what's interesting is that a lot of her speech actually um, kind of foreshadows the rest of the movie where she talks about, she says that she's going to, that Sam was stolen, that she's going to witch, um, like witch. The family. The family, specifically Caleb, and Caleb does get witched. Um, and that she says that she'll make the twins disappear and they do disappear. Um so all of the, everything she says does happen, but it's all in a threat to the to Mercy, who's being like, I'm going to tell mother and father that you're the witch. And then she's like, if you do it, I'll fucking kill you. Um, and it, but it all comes true, but she actually doesn't do anything about it. Um, what's nice, though, is that it does shut those little fuckers up for a while. For a while, until Caleb gets sick. Yeah, until Caleb gets witched. And then they say it's Thomason, even though it isn't. Mm -hmm. And then they pretend that she's witching them, too. Yeah. Oh, we got a little fun fact from the comments. From Kath. Hi, Kath. By the way, the W is called W because there was no V in Anglo-Saxon times. But also, when printing press came around, I believe that the letter U and the letter V were interchangeable in print for a long time. Interesting. Yeah. Learn something new every day. Thanks, Kath. Thank you. Um... But anyways, yeah. So they uh, they just kind of spend the entire movie kind of gaslighting everyone. <laughs> I'm, I mean, to be fair, these are children. No, but they are terrible. No excuse. And we hate them. There's no excuse. And the child actors also can sound kind of shitty. So there's one point where they're lying on the bed. Um, and they're like pretending that they can't talk. They're ill. They're sleeping. They're uh -huh. ill. She's wished us too. And apparently, according to director Robert Eggers... The little boy who played Jonas had candy in his mouth and was just kind of sucking on the candy for the entire scene when they were supposed to be still and not doing anything. To the point where he had to, like, um, open the kid's mouth and take it out of it because it was so annoying. So. So. Uh, fucked up kids. Do, do with that what you will. But I also want to get into a bit about what each family member means, essentially, because in my readings... Every family member, it's all, because, you know, it's all about sort of giving into sin and Satan's influence. Puritanical values. Mm -hmm. How does one fall well, like, from Well, like, the way God. that it, like, gets his grip on the yeah. family. Mm -hmm. um, how does Satan grip you? So, <laughs> how does Satan grip you? But, so an interesting thing is, Thomason is clearly sort of the end goal for Satan. 
Like, she's endgame for him. Mm-hmm. Her name literally has sin in it. Yeah. But because she's kind of the most... She's, like, the classic puritanical ideal woman. Because she starts the movie by... Um, like, her first lines are her confessing her sins... Um, and saying like I have played I I've been idle on your day of wor- your day of worship, I have broken every single one of your commandments, um, in thought only. In thought only. So she hasn't really done anything that bad, but she is confessing her sins and calling herself a bad person, which is what the Puritans were all about. Which kind of automatically makes her an ideal target to corrupt. You know. Meanwhile, each of the other family members kind of embody a certain deadly sin of their own. So the father, from the get-go, is pride. He's prideful, and that makes, in terms of God and his own holiness, and that's Mm -hmm. what gets him kicked out of the the plantation. And his whole fucking family. Yeah. This guy refuses to tone down the God Mm -hmm. so much so that he moves Mm -hmm. 24 hours. He says it's a full day's journey Mm -hmm. away from the plantation. To live on a little farm with only his family. Only his family. And he thinks he... His pride makes him think that he can He's grow in the corn and that he can do this when he can't. He doesn't fucking know. He doesn't fucking know. So he's pride. The mother is greed because... And kind of vanity at the same time because she's obsessed with her silver cup. Her mother's silver her, cup. No, her father's got. silver cup. Father's silver cup that mother gave her on the wedding. Mm-hmm. So it's... The representation of her love for her husband through monetary value mm-hmm. that he just fucking sells. He sells. And he then sells lies it. about. And he lets Thomason take the fall for the lie. Because the mom's the like, did you steal my cup? Because mm-hmm. and you're she, younger and prettier yeah. than me and you want my that's, things. And that's another sin that the mom is. She's jealousy. Jealousy. Mm-hmm. Envy. Envy. And then um, Caleb would be lust because the way he is just always ogling his sister <laughs> yeah always staring fucking stop it and then he hooks up with the witch mm-hmm. and then uh mercy the youngest daughter is wrath because be of the screaming. way that she'd just be screaming she'd be just attacking thomason all the time like it's like chill you're five she's one point she's nightmare. just like screaming at her and then pretending to be a witch and just goes clickety clackety clickety clackety while pretending to fly god i hate her here so much and then jonas the youngest son is um sloth. sloth because he just doesn't do shit he doesn't help on the farm at all and then thomason gets blamed for making for like not watching over them when she had also to do chores and so it's hard out here for a 13-year-old living alone with your family mm-hmm. on a farm. So Thompson's sort of the ideal one because she doesn't really do anything wrong, which of course would make Satan want to come after her, obviously. Because she's just, like, his whole thing, his whole John is, like, to want to... Corrupt. <laughs> to corrupt the best one. <laughs> Sorry, Emma's parents are being very lovely to each other in the chat, and it is very heartwarming. <laughs> Even though I know they're just sitting next to each other. It's very lovely. <laughs> mm. Yeah, so let's get into as well, uh, sort of the, let's talk more about Thomason mm-hmm. and the idea of feminism within, the and witchcraft within the movie. Mm-hmm. Because there's kind of a lot to unpack there because you could kind of see the movie and some people often do see it as um, um, a feminist awakening in a sense, like her taking control of her life. Mm-hmm. Taking, yeah, have, gaining power through Yeah, but Satan. I, I gotta disagree with that. Yeah. So, I mean, okay, let's start with the, with the way that they portray witches within the movie. Um, Little terribly. Yeah, so you have some, some good background on witches. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I know I know my witching. So, I mean, like, for one thing, the witches are portrayed as pretty, pretty awful throughout it. Like, there's not a lot of redeeming qualities. I mean... They steal babies. They steal the baby. They literally just chop off its dick and then mortar and pestle it. And then to love it... Soup? Yeah, soup. But... That is like a historical thing that people thought that witches did, where they grind up babies, grind up and babies, then bathe in their blood, bathe in their blood. But also, one thing that the witch does is she takes the entrails, rubs it all over her body, and then also rubs it on her stick, which it's not a broomstick, it's not a broomstick, it's a stick. 
And while the director has never actually said that she's like masturbating, she's kind of masturbating. Kind of masturbating with the stick. Mm -hmm. But then you see her fly on it. Yeah. And so that's kind of a big thing of witches flying, but it's because they took the blood of an unbaptized baby um, and used that to gain the power of flight. Um, and again, it's not a broomstick. So already, off to a bad start. Off, yeah, come on, not all of us. Yeah, not not all of us. It's hard to find babies. It's got to wait for somebody to play hide and seek mm-hmm. in the woods. Wait. In the Hold woods. On. You have to be waiting in the woods for so long. Oh my God, honestly. Mm-hmm. And it also kind of portrays them, so in the beginning, the person portraying the witch is shown as an old woman. Oh, also, wait, yes. quick fun fact. The actual first glimpse that we get of a witch is right after it's stolen the baby and it's running away mm-hmm. in a red cloak, was actually played by the makeup artist. They had to have somebody run. Mm-hmm. And they chose the makeup artist. That's pretty fun. Yeah, because they had a limited crew. The budget was really low. It was about $4 million, which... Which is low for Hollywood. Which is low for Hollywood. Um, and they spent a lot of it on set deck, which a lot of the times you couldn't even see because they used all natural lighting. Mm-hmm. So like only candles and things like that. Um, as well as natural lighting, which I think is very interesting. It was beautiful. beautiful. It is a beautifully beautiful. shot movie, for the record. The first uh, night of them in the woods all alone, where there's just like a campfire mm-hmm. and then you see some trees and everything else is dark. That is fucking incredible. Stunning. Any shot in the woods. Incredible. Um, 10 out of 10. Shivers down the spine. Wonderful. But so what you were going to say with the first shot of the the wit so the first shot where you see her see her her mm-hmm. body is she's naked it's a butt naked grandma mm-hmm. rubbing baby entrails all over herself and then when she seduces Caleb she's suddenly like this beautiful woman and mm-hmm. then when we see the coven of witches at the end it, they're mostly you know unkempt all naked of course mm-hmm. and it's just a little bit like okay because yeah. we see a lot more of the goat. We see a lot of the goat. And the goat also transforms into Satan. Into a man. Pretty handsome. With nice little boots. But we never see his eyes. He's wearing like a... What's the character? It's not Puss in Boots. But it's the human version of Puss in Boots. Is it Zorro? He's kind of got the like Zorro Zorro boots and hat. Three Musketeers. Inigo Montoya vibe. Mm -hmm. Very much so. Mm -hmm. So that's what the devil looks like. It's pretty sexy. I'd sign the I'd book. I'd say yes. I'm just saying Immediately. that I would sign the book. Um, but it's clear that it's like sort of like a... Cause, so at the end of the movie, when Thomason mm-hmm. joins up, she has like this look of ecstasy on her face, you know? Like she's just rising up and laughing and singing after being like promised all of these beautiful things. But it is sort of like a man, a handsome man seducing a it's young a seduction. girl yeah. into giving over her life to him without any real, like, she just, I mean, to be fair. She lost everything. Like, she's got. Her options are very limited. Like She's got no prospects. No, she can either die in the woods, like, starve to death because she doesn't have anything. She can go back to the plantation in which she will most likely still be accused of witchcraft because her entire family is dead and were killed under mysterious circumstances and it's a young girl coming out saying like witches killed my family and they're gonna be like haha but was it you though did you kill them because we I do like so. to blame women for shit we love as a society women. we love to blame just women the best scapegoats yeah she would have been yeah. ye old monica Lewinsky. <laughs> i would have just blamed her for everything just maybe spit alcohol into my eye <laughs> she would have been Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> Monica Lewinsky told me I was a cute baby. Fun fact. My, Hello. My parents ran into her at a coffee shop and she saw me and they're like, she was like, cute baby. Oh. So it's a fun Monica Lewinsky <laughs> fact. Hi, we're a horror podcast, but we're also Monica Lewinsky sk- stands. I stand Monica Lewinsky. Um, she's got a great Twitter. She does. Very like, funny on Twitter. Powerful lady. Powerful lady. Um. <laughs> Is she a witch? <laughs> is she a witch? But yeah, so she doesn't have anywhere to go, really. It's like a... That's a, no option. My mom just told me that I was, in fact, three oh. when Monica Lewinsky told me I was cute. So I was a cute toddler. Yeah. Anywho, um, she has no prospects. She's trapped into this life. And while she is kind of choosing, like, the most self-saving option, mm-hmm. 
it's still, she doesn't have any others. And there is no, and I said hi also to Monica Lewinsky. And she said that I was very cute. So, oh, there, there you have it. There's a full Monica Lewinsky story told in little parts. But, so. <laughs> like the baby. Like <laughs> Don't get chopped up, guys. Um, so, yeah, she doesn't have any prospects for her to go to. So she's just kind of joining the group, like this coven, as a last resort. Him. And she's signed away her rights. And so while well, Yad is the best option for her, like there's nothing else she can do that will keep her alive, mm-hmm. she's still kind of doomed. And in her head, she kind of sees it as, because he's promised her all these beautiful things. She's promised her... Like, what's that like to see the world? And, of course, she wants to. She's a Puritan girl. She's never seen or done anything. But it seems so far what the movie's given us is that she's really just going to be living in the woods. Naked with some other witches, and the stealing only, babies. And the only way for her to stay young and beautiful would be to do what they've done to her family. So there's just no... It's another vicious cycle. Yeah, there's. An, I don't really see it as. I'm glad that she's happy in that moment, and I she took the best option. But at the end of the day, it's not looking good for Thomason. It's kind of like how people call Midsummer by Ari Aster. They're like, it's a good for her movie. She kills her emotionally distant boyfriend, and she's happy about it. It's like no. she got indoctrinated into a cult. She is deeply traumatized. Deeply she traumatized. has nothing left. They're very similar endings, actually, oh, yeah. if you think about That's it. That's actually very interesting. Mm-hmm. They are very, very similar very endings. Very similar endings. And people read them as like, oh, good for her. Good for her. She broke the shackles. And it's like, mm, but she was... No, she didn't. She got new ones. She was forced by men yeah. to do... And she's going to do horrible shit because she's still being forced by men. Yeah. It's not a feminist story. It's not a feminist story. And I think that the director doesn't... Like, I don't think Robert Eggers, I think he sees it as more feminist than it actually is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that that's because he's a man and just doesn't quite comprehend the idea that for women, it's not about gaining power yeah, over men. It's about being able to be free to make your own choices. So like, yeah, at the end, she's naked and dancing. And, and she can fucking fly. She can fly. But okay. that doesn't mean that she... Is empowered. It just means that in that moment, she has power. She has power. That's a good one. She's not empowered. She just has power. Yeah, which can be taken away at any moment because she signed a book. She signed a contract to take away anything she wants. So if she says no, she's just gonna go to hell. Probably steps off like immediately. Steps off <laughs> immediate hell. Electric hell. chair. Time to go to fucking hell. Um, but yeah, it's it's a it's an interesting debate. Would love to hear. Would love to hear you guys chime in. I have, sorry, yeah, that'll bubble for a bit. Please chime in if you would like. Um, Another point I have to make is the objectification of female bodies. Mm -hmm. They're all just naked in the woods. We hardly see any of these other witches' faces, even when she's welcomed into their coven. None of them welcome her. And if you've ever been around women, you see a new girl and you're like, hi! Like, it should be a celebration. Mm -hmm. Of, you know, female empowerment and feminine... If this was a feminist telling mm-hmm. story. More. It should... Yeah, sure. Yeah. It definitely should be more focused on the women mm-hmm. that she's joining. Sorry. And it's just not. Mm-hmm. It's simply... It's... A guy is like, time to get naked and dance in the woods. Yeah, which is, you know, always fun. Always fun. Always a good time. Not gonna lie. But, like, there just isn't... It's not... It doesn't feel right. Yeah. If that makes sense. But, like, don't get me wrong, guys. Don't get me wrong. Why don't we talk about some of the stuff that we really did love about the movie? Because, uh, to be honest, everyone, I watch this movie every year. Every single October, I watch The Bitch because I have a great time. It is a great time. It's a great... And it's a very good movie. It Mm -hmm. is... I'm a a goddamn sucker for historical accuracy. I am all about that. I love it. I love historical accuracy. And it is very hard to find a flaw 
And if there is one, Robert Eggers is like, you know what? That's I did it. Me. That's on me. He's like, I have to. He I was, didn't CG her fucking ear holes. It's like, Robert, no one else was looking. No one else noticed. They are. I, I didn't see. And that's off, actually something I often will look for during movies. Like during Game of Thrones, I'll like look at the women's ears a bit and be like, ooh, I see your piercings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but that being said, like there's really not much. And there aren't a huge amount of plot holes either. No, it's all, this family really just fucking hates each other, mm-hmm. and it, we we all know what that's like, because we've gone through quarantine, some of us alone, some of us with people, but if you're stuck on a farm for, I think they were there, like, six months, they yeah. were there summer into winter, mm-hmm. stuck around the same six people, and your family, like, that's just... I don't know, I vibe with my family, that's good. I know, but six months on a farm... Talking to no other people. Oh, talk. I mean, like, it, it's... There's no laptops. There's no... They didn't even have books. They had one book, and it was the Bible. <laughs> it was the Bible. It was the Bible. That's how they memorized it. They had nothing else to fucking do. And they're basically Jehovah's Witnesses. Yeah. They're like, by Job. Um, yeah, but, like, the cinematography, though... Stunning. 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 All the acting is fantastic. Mm-hmm. All of it. I agree. Even the fucking annoying kids, because yeah, they made me hate them. They're annoying. But they do, they They speak, are children. Yeah, but they speak the Jacobean mm-hmm. prose very, very well. well. Like, I do believe what they're saying. There's not a single person I don't actually believe throughout the movie. And I actually read that. Um, so Thomason and the, the actress who plays Thomason, Anna Taylor-Joy, and the woman who plays their mother, Kate, um, they were actually like best friends throughout mm-hmm. filming and when they have their big scene where they're strangling they're strangling they're screaming they're crying they both were like genuinely very upset by it mm-hmm. um and had agreed that they were going to just do it once or twice because it was going to be really painful for them um and it comes across it really does come across because they are just it's it's really awful to see because it's a mother just hating her daughter so deeply mm-hmm. that she wants her dead and blaming her for every single trouble that the family has had. Mm-hmm. And I think throughout the movie, you see the mom hug each one of the siblings, mm-hmm. but she never really interacts with Thomason mm-hmm. in like a close familial way up until the very end when she's literally slumped on top of her mm-hmm. dead. Yeah, And like, that's the closest these two women ever get mm-hmm. in the movie, which is horrifying and heartbreaking to realize like i'm gonna push my dead mother off of me now Mm -hmm. and just covered in her blood the only person she really thompson connects to is caleb and her father and she gets blamed for caleb's death and even in the end her father turns against her and believes that she's a witch and he kind of like begs her he's like tell me you're not a witch and she's like not a witch and he's like well uh, i just don't believe you though (laughs) so don't know what to tell you but it's it's very upsetting. I mean, the family dynamics and the acting is just, like, very well done. Mm-hmm. And the directing is very beautifully done. And, I mean, the story is very compelling. Um, especially when you think about it in terms of, like, how it could be considered a precursor to the Salem Witch Trials. Mm-hmm. Which was also all about, like, taking power from women and other people. And you really see how people convince themselves that what they're doing is right Mm -hmm. and even liars when like the kids are like oh she's the witch and the mom is like I'm starting to believe that she's the witch like you see the thought process Mm -hmm. where even like throughout the movie you're kind of thinking is she the witch is she like shit's happening and there's also the theory of um some of you may know about like ergot which is pretty much a fungal poisoning that can Mm -hmm. happen to corn and wheat that creates paranoia and hallucinations when confirmed and the corn in the movie is moldy 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 corn it's it got done fucked up corn um and there's like a theory that says like maybe the whole family was just kind of going through because of the the ergot poisoning Mm -hmm. yeah they had nothing else to eat yeah but what i kind of like is the fact that it's it's not like it's there it's, is a witch. It's almost like that's a red herring in a sense, like a very de- deeply buried red herring, because it really is a witch all along. It's never, it's never Thomason. It's never the corn. Um, it's only 
the witches and Satan, Satan who's been there the entire time. And another question I have for you is, um, do you think that Black Philip has always been Satan, that he traveled with the family? Or when Thomason, during the movie where she kind of talks, of, like the beginning of monologue that she has where she confesses her sins and says that she has mm -hmm. been unholy, is that what invites him to the family? This kind of idea of, of corrupting her or was he there all along? I mean, that's a very interesting question. He talks to the twins. Mm -hmm. I know it talks to the twins. But he only talks about it. We only get interactions with him after that moment. It's, I, mm, I, know, I know, it's a tough question. It's a very tough question. I'm just trying to think of it in terms of like linear movie logic because I like that, but also... It's I I blame the dad. <laughs> I'm. You think that the dad was the one who kind of invited Satan to the family by leaving mm -hmm. by leaving the township and making them vulnerable and making them vulnerable. I think that's mm -hmm. when Satan was like, "Yeah, let's, <laughs> I'm a party with these guys. Let's have a great time. It's time to get crazy." Mm -hmm. And I also love the scene where at the very end, everyone's dead. Thomason's talking to the goat like. Are you Satan? You can tell me everyone's dead. Yeah. Please tell me you're Satan. I'll sign this book. Satan, I'll do anything yeah. for you. And the goat is just like... Mm. And then she's like, fuck, all of this is for nothing. Turns around. And then the goat starts talking. And you just yeah. see her go like... Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. oh, I was about to give you the benefit of the, the doubt. Goat. 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 Oh, goat. goat. You oh. were Satan. You were Satan the whole time. Oh, goat. goat. Darn. I mean, it would be kind of a relief for me to actually find out that they're Oh, 100%. You can see, like, oh, thank God, I wasn't like, crazy. None of us whoo. were crazy. It was Satan. It was Satan at the end of the day. That would be a big <laughs> relief for me, honestly. Honestly. Because could you imagine, like, the goat just didn't talk and the movie ends with her, like, rucksack? But it really does seem like it could go either way. Yeah, no, 100%. If it's... it weren't for the cuttings of the witches, like, of the witch doing witch shit. Doing witch shit. Fucking mincing that baby. Naked mincing a baby, kissing some ten year old boys. Blech. Blech. That actually that actress who plays the like hot witch mm -hmm. is a Victoria's Secret model. Damn! Yep. She's Damn. a Victoria's Secret model from Australia. Oh, very fun. They said that she was great. She was great. She didn't have any lines, but she looked sexy and then she kissed mm -hmm. a ten year old boy. She did. I don't think I could do that role. I don't think I could do it. I think I would feel deeply uncomfortable. Yeah, that would be very difficult as an actress. Mm -hmm. Speaking of things that are very difficult, difficult as an actress, the woman who played the older version of the witch was naked for... Well, they actually... She was somewhat naked because one of the biggest issues that they had with the movie, because they didn't like to use a lot of CG, as I think I may have stated before, but um, the biggest CG moments came from editing out modesty garments for the actors. Mm -hmm. So, like, the old woman, the old witch. Yeah. Apparently that scene was very difficult for them. Because, to edit out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And a fun fact about that actress, she also was the German teacher in Mean Girls. <laughs> That's one of the... She's been in other things, yeah. but her two biggest credits are the witch and the, the witch, mm -hmm. and the German teacher in Mean Girls. Hell yeah. Bethesda. What a career. Yeah, her name is Bethesda. Mm -hmm. In the movie. No, no, that's her name in real life. Her real name in real life? <laughs> that's, her name. that's her name, sorry. I'm gonna, I'm her gonna name is Oh, what a dope name. Oh, yes. I really yeah. like that. Bethesda Garnet. I love her. Yeah. I, I'm obsessed with Bethesda. If a woman walked into my casting room and is like, my name is Bethesda, here you're talking about a witch movie, cast on the spot. You're cast done. done. Well, it's kind of reminiscent of Bathsheba from mm. uh, The Conjuring. Mm-hmm. So, we'll, we'll mm -hmm. bath, we'll bath bitches. Bath bitches? Bath bitch. Bathy bees? Bathy bee girl. She's a real bath bee. She's a real bath bee. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of, I love the movie overall. Well, I think there are some, like, I think the most, the flaws from the movie, I think, actually just come from discourse around it, mm -hmm. rather than the movie itself. Yeah, 100%. Um, because of, I mean, other than fucking Mercy and Jonas, because I fuck, God, I hate those twins. Oh, and that's another interesting thing that I wanted to talk about. So at the end of the movie, we, Mercy and Jonas just disappear. They're just We don't see gone. their bodies. We do not see their bodies. And so I was doing a wee bit of reading, 
And it turns out that, so when uh, Thomason goes up to the fire where she's about to like float and shit, um, it's a big, big fire. And as stated before, they witches can use like children and baby entrails to let themselves float. So most likely... That's where the twins went. They be burning. In the fire. Yeah. They're, they're, they're burning. Which means that, like, Thomason did kind of help sacrifice her twin younger siblings to the coven. That was deserved. I stand by the decision, but, like, you know. Girl boss. Other people might not. <laughs> they haven't seen the movie and they haven't heard they how haven't annoying heard those twins are. Fucking annoying those twins are. And another fun fact that I did want to discuss is um, the notion of the hair throughout it. Mm-hmm. Um, because one of the motifs throughout the movie is this like rabbit hair that pops up and it really just freaks out Caleb because it'll just show up and just kind of stare at him um, with really creepy eyes. And the director, Robert Eggers, said that anybody who's curious about that should look up the connotations between witches and hairs because it said that you know within like ye olden times ye olden. that witches would turn into hares specifically to do like mischievous evil deeds rather than just like having a familiar like they mm-hmm. would transform into them to do bad things and the hares pop up whenever something really really bad is about to happen and so i think that that's a great sort of little detail in there that relates to the actual historical, historical beliefs of the time I thought you were going to talk about, like, their hairstyles, because her she starts the movie with her oh, hair yeah. all the way back, and as she gets corrupted by Satan, her hair comes undone. Mm-hmm. But you were talking about a bunny. Made a great point. Lovely point. You were talking about a bunny. You were talking <laughs> about a rabbit. I thought you were talking about hairstyles. No, that is actually a great point with her. The you, more you see she... her coming undone. You see yeah. the family coming undone. And that actually goes for the mom as well. Mm-hmm. At the end of the movie, when the mom is killing or trying to kill Thomason, her hair is also completely undone. Mm-hmm. Same with the witches. So I guess, like, that's yeah, actually Because they, they start the movie, because I noticed it was funny, they're in, like, the little funny Puritan caps and hats. Mm-hmm. They're double hat in it. Double when hat. In, when they're in the church. Double hat. Mm-hmm. And then it's just one hat, and then it's no hat. No hat. And then, and then, it's, then it's braided, and then it's all the way. Long man. Witchy women. But yeah, but back to my original point. Um... I think that at the end of the day, the biggest issue is the discourse around it and people assuming that it's a feminist empowerment movie when it's really just telling a story story about one family's descent into chaos and madness that was really more not... I would not say that Satan caused everything. I think it was more like a catalyst. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, a slight influence because they could have made different choices. They, they were never set in their ways. Like, they could have mm-hmm. easily... The dad could have not been a fucking dick. It would have been <laughs> so easy to resist Satan, but by yeah. living godly lives and what they assume to be God-fearing behavior, invited Satan in. Invited Satan in. And then Satan just gave... Just took these opportunities to do really, really awful things. But they're the ones who decided to blame Thomason. They're the ones who decided to lie. He lied to steal the silver cup. Maybe Satan caused their corn to rot. Maybe. But also maybe the corn was just rotting. Yeah. Maybe it just ended up that way. And so I personally believe that it's it's nothing... Even if Robert Eggers meant for it to be about her kind of finding her womanhood and finding a way out of a bad situation, I just kind of... I mean, movies are meant for interpretation. Like, you... Mm-hmm. Whatever the original intent is, you can kind of make your own. I don't see it that way. I see it as a story about a family making all the wrong choices with, like, you know, dark influences and having a ton of awful things happen to them, causing a young woman who should have been able to have a successful life and who was, like... Living in a town, doing her thing, a godly woman. Yeah, she could have had a very nice life. Causes her to end up in yet another situation which she's trapped, but she just doesn't quite realize it yet. Because she's dedicated. It's almost like she went into a cult instead. That's just my personal onion. Yeah, no, it's a good onion. Yeah. Not rotten. Not rotten, unlike the corn. (laughs) Rotten onions. (laughs) Brother, would you like some corn? Brother, some corn, some bread, some butter. (laughs) What would you say? Would you concur? Yeah, 100%. No, it's it's a very good story. Mm -hmm. 
It's one of those movies where somebody was like, they're making a sequel. I would smack them. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. perfectly self-contained. It's a good tale. I completely agree with that. If Mm -hmm. there was a sequel, it would just be bad. Some stories don't need sequels. We we don't need to know what happens to her. I I think that would ruin it. I will say, so we watched it the other night with our roommate and my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. He said that he thought it ended semi-abruptly. Which, speaking of roommate, Speaking of roommate, we just said roommate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our roommate Grace has just walked in. Um, but he said that he felt like it ended rather abruptly. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I have to disagree with I that. I disagree with that completely because I felt mm-hmm. like the entire thing was building up to Black Philip goring the dad and then mm-hmm. mom killing Thomason. Mm-hmm. And then the witch, do- like that just happened at the end. Say hi, Grace. You can come here. Coming on camera, babe. Yeah. Oh, it's a camera. Hello. I realized I may have been off camera this whole time. That's fine. <laughs> lean in, doing a little lean. Um, but yeah, I don't think, it, I think that that it, was the perfect sort of climax for it. Mm-hmm. And Grace, what, come here. Come here. I have a few points to make. Give us your point. So, so we're going to have a little. Oh, wait, would you like to grab a drink? A glass, because we have drink. Yeah, we've made our cocktails. I would absolutely ignore that. This is the part of the podcast where it devolves into chaos. Um, It's time here. So we're going to have a little guest star right now of our roommate, Grace. Hello. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, I don't know if any of this has been said, but can I curse on this? Yes. I don't know. I can't remember. Um, Rat shit children. (laughs) (laughs) We've been talking about the rat rat shit children. Such Horrible. shit about those kids. We hate the kids. Um, two, blood stash. It's the newest. Oh shit! Yeah. So when she kills her mom, um, it looks like a mustache. Yeah. It's pretty sexy, and I think that all the all the cool kids are gonna be wearing it uh, around this time of year. Yeah. Chaos. <laughs> Zelda did just absolute spell. chaos. Listen, wait here. You have to top it off. It'll. Just put it on my pants. They're for the wash anyway. No, what's in Emma's hands? Just oh dump it on my, wipe it on my pants. Okay, perfect. Actually, you could wipe it on my bullhorn-sponsored t-shirt. We're both wearing them. Because we so love cute. bullhorn. Um, we do love bullhorn. But um, yeah, yeah, so blood we... stash. Um, you know, she hesitated too long when he offered up the book. Like, come on, girl. You have no family it's... left. No one left to love you. Your mom didn't love you in the first place. So why not just give it all I, up and just go for it? As, as, a, as a counterpoint, I did read that the um, the director wanted he felt bad that he wanted that um, originally a scene. You did it too. <laughs> oh, we've devolved into chaos now, my friends. Well, it's done. Oh I've God. spilled all of my pants. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> it's to be expected. But he did say that he would wanted a he would if he could go back he would have wanted to add in. A scene of the mother and daughter being a bit more loving, loving with each other. So because they didn't like each other for most of that well, movie. Like, she was killing her. She was like, "I love you. I love like uh, yeah." She was yeah, saying, "Don't kill me. I love you." That's the uh, well. Say what? Say yeah, what? she was saying over and over again, like, "I love you. I love you." Just sad as shit. It's just like, very that's very just sad. sad. But there was no kind of moment of love shared between them. Which kind of makes it a little bit less, like... Aww. Yeah. Killing your mom is a hard thing to do. It's a hard thing to do, but the mom kind of sucked for all of the movie. Mm-hmm. She did, um, the crow suckle on her, so... She did. She did. We did speak about that. Mm-hmm. It was done Speaking in one take. Yeah, oh, and yeah, there please, he is. for those Even of you suckle. watching, mm-hmm. there's that a crow. Suckler. That was a suckler. Mr. Suckles. Yeah. <laughs> um... Any other thoughts? No, I mean, that's my main thing. I'm about to make these two lovely ladies dinner. Mm -hmm. She makes it hard because she can't eat dairy. I can't. And I must improvise. She must. But let me, what's your final thoughts on the movie? Did you? I really enjoyed it. So the first time I watched it, I was actually with my ex-boyfriend and I, um, I, we walked out immediately and he was like, that's the worst shit I've ever seen. I was like, well, now I can't say that I liked it because that's going to cause a fight. He's going to say that I'm being like, um, contrarian. Yeah. Contrarian. Um, so I had always just like told myself that I was like, eh, it's not that good. 
but like which is cool yeah. you're wrong you're wrong and i was i was wrong like it was very very it's good. a very it's, well done movie it was it was ari asked before yesterday. it was it's the blueprint it's the blueprint. It's the age, 20, blueprint. age 24 blueprint guys yeah, it is so would i recommend you watch this movie Yes, I would. Yes, watch the movie. Yes, I would. I it's think good to watch with people. If you don't like kind of deeply unsettling horror, then I'd probably miss it. So if you're not interested in that sort of thing, not interested in feeling unsettled, there's not a lot of pop-outs or anything like that. But if you are okay with those things, then fucking watch the movie. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's the end of our live discussion of the bitch. We hope you had a good time. We really do. It'd be kind of sad if you didn't. If this wasn't quite your speed, or if you're, you know, not into like super horror things, then check out our next episode, which will be about The Corpse Bride. Yes, and we're going to keep talking about movies the rest of October. So stay tuned and check out our social media for the other movies we'll be watching. So you can tune in live to those as well. And again, get to see our faces. Yeah, we'd love to have you guys on. Mm -hmm. And to hear your talk back, if you have any comments about the movie, then you get to tell it to us in real time, which is very exciting. Because we want to hear. We want to hear what you got to say. Of course. Yeah, we're, we're just doing this movie thing for fun. We want to talk to you guys. Mm -hmm. But for now, we're done. So we'll see you next time, across the veil.